0: Hey, what's up? It's Gustavo Ariano. Before we get into our latest episode, just a heads up. You want to hear it until the very end because we have some news that you need to hear. At The Times, we bring you stories that showcase news from a West Coast perspective through the lives of people making a global impact. And today, we're handing over the mic to senior producer Denise Guerra. She's a big-time surfer, goes down to El Salvador, all up and down California. And so in surfing, she found this amazing story that's quintessentially California. But also how the global transgender community is finding their place within the scene.
1: I'm Denise Guerra. You're listening to The Times, essential news from The LA Times. It's Friday, April 28th, 2023.
2: If I didn't have surfing in my life, I probably wouldn't be doing so well. You know, it saved my life over and over in so many ways.
1: Jade Curley is a transgender surfer. And in the world of surfing, being transgender can often be an isolating experience. But today, Jade is not alone.
3: We're out here at Will Rogers, and we have taken over this goddamn beach. Like, we have taken it over. It is a place for us to shine in so many ways. I'd say there's probably like 60 people here. There's definitely a 10-foot pole with a trans flag flying. We have a homemade banner that says trans bodies belong on the beach. And it is such a nice day for people just to reconnect.
1: This event, after weeks of rain, is called Trans Surfer Boogie and Beach Day. It started like how all things start nowadays on Instagram. Shelly Simon is one of the organizers and helps run a community for LGBTQ surfers called Dream Team Society. For transgender, non-binary and allies, this beach hangout of music, football and surfing is a rare event. Many are meeting for the first time.
3: I've met people like from the internet out here on the sand that really makes me happy. Other surfers who haven't met other surfers and the water's calm. It's freezing but it's chill you know and it's nice to be able to like have the space out here to just exist. So I'm crying on the inside happy on the outside.
1: For many attendees these beach days offer a safe opportunity to learn techniques and the rules of the water. Without communities like this it's not uncommon for beginner surfers to learn by getting yelled at or physically confronted by other surfers in the water.
4: I grew up in Florida,
0: and I remember like as a kid, I really wanted to learn how to surf, but it was a very like exclusionary kind of place, like actually I remember.
1: The- That's Sam Greenspan. After four years in Los Angeles, the intimidation of surfing dissipated. They said it's taken a long time to find a place like this.
0: Actually, I remember the only surf camp that I could find was like a Christian one. And like, I'm Jewish, and my parents were like, You're not going
2: to Christian surf camp. (laughs) So,
1: like. Here's Zen Rashida, but she goes by Z. Um,
2: I'm born and raised here in LA, sixth generation, black Angelina. Um, and I think our reclamation uh, our, of our relationship to water is so important. And for that reason, that's why I'm out here too. Because I used to surf a bit in high school, a friend took me. So this was my first time back, and I stood on the board, it was really cute. And someone gifted me a bodysuit, like this is what community is for me.
1: Event co-founder Mud Howard said this event is meant to specifically celebrate the transgender community.
5: After this, like, hellscape of a political landscape that we're just hurtling slowly forward into, like, we need to just be around each other. We need to experience joy. And in
1: 2023, transgender issues have become a political battlefield.
2: At least 12 Republican-led states, including Utah, have passed laws banning transgender women or girls in sports. Transgender plaintiffs
1: say a birth certificate that doesn't match their gender identity puts them at risk of discrimination or even violence.
0: Transgender athletes whose biological sex assigned at Republican birth Republican was male would be barred
1: from competing on those But like sales, 17.6% of Nationwide
2: targeting the trans community.
1: In the ocean, they don't have to think about any of that. The politics fades at the beach break.
5: I was thinking about why do I love surfing, not just like jumping in the water or visiting the beach. And I was like, oh, this is like a gender affirming experience for me and a gender affirming sport or hobby, whatever you want to call it.
1: Zoe Shea started surfing after the COVID-19
5: pandemic lockdown. Because being trans mask, not only am I like building traditionally masculine muscles with the shoulder and the back muscles, but I also feel like powerful when I'm surfing. I get to think about my body in a way that's like, how am I using my body, not how is my body experiencing the world?
1: Growing up, Zoe lived far from the beach, but decided to surf after seeing a surfboard in a neighbor's trash can. But he didn't want to surf alone and found surfers through word of mouth.
5: Like, do you know any other queer trans surfers? Oh, I know this one person. And then we'll surf with someone else. And we're like, do you know anyone?
1: The marginalized of the surf world are carving out spaces of their own. And that's why Black and queer community surf organizations are gaining momentum in this post-pandemic society. Because when you look at the world of competitive pro surfing, you know, the ones who get all the media attention and the sponsorship deals, Finding transgender surfers is like I can
5: name zero. <laughs> I'm going to look this up.
1: Zo so opens up Google on his phone. My assumption
5: is that there are more trans surfers in a competitive circuit than we know about. But yeah, I can't. Yeah, she, Sasha Lowerson is the top. <laughs> top Google result. Huh. That's that's all I see
4: right now. Coming up, I've let go of that pseudo-style tagline of trans woman. I'm just a, I'm just a woman. I'm just a surfer.
1: We speak to Sasha Jane Lowerson. So we're in LA trying to connect with Sasha Jane Lowerson at her home in West Australia. And the Zoom recording had some hiccups. Can you hear me now? Can
2: hear me Okay. <The> devil, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sasha is gleaming with joy. She has a huge smile with a bold, dark maroon lipstick, shoulder-length blonde hair, and a black tank top. She's 44 years old and has spent three decades in the water. She commands a longboard by twisting, turning, and walking her body up and down the board's surface to create a graceful, smooth S-curve along the water.
4: A wave doesn't say, oh, oh, you're a boy or you're a girl, I'm going to let you do this on it. It's a piece of energy that moves from one direction to the next. We as surfers are lucky enough to ride that piece of energy for a short amount of time.
1: She's currently a competitor for the Women's Longboard Qualifying Series in Australia. But to get to this place, she had to overcome a hard past.
4: Yeah, I struggled with a lot of mental health, And it was, um, for many years, I was like, I can't go on. Um, So the the breaking point was, I survived another attempt on my own life. And I was in a very dark place. And for a lot of years, I suppressed and hid that away.
1: Sasha started surfing at a young age. Presenting as a male, she participated in men's categories.
4: All the way growing up in the late 70s, the start of the 80s, and watching the midday movies as a kid here in Australia, Gidget was on TV and I wanted to be Gidget.
1: The fictional surfing tween Gidget from Malibu helped popularize surfing to the masses in the 50s and 60s through books, TV shows and movies. She was adventurous and quirky, with a peppy voice to match.
3: Was it ever exciting? It was like nothing I ever felt before.
4: I didn't want to be the dude that was on the beach with her. I wanted to be her.
3: Whoop, we were on an elevator, headed for the sky, and then zoom, speeding across the ocean on top of the world. It was the ultimate.
4: There was a possibility I could be her, but... Would I be physically threatened and would I be physically hurt at the beach for being able to be me?
1: In 2020, she won the over 40 age men's logger event in the West Australian titles. But her anxiety and depression was worsening.
4: When I first started transitioning. Due to the fact that I'd been so heavily involved in the surf industry, i I understood the surf culture, and, and I understood it was quite toxic.
1: And in 2021, she took a break from surfing.
4: If you're in the surf world, you've only just got to look what happened in Bali.
1: Sasha described footage posted online earlier this month a man swims over and sucker punches a woman in the surf lineup and proceeds to take the fight onto the beach.
0: Oh, help. oh yeah! Yeah, No yeah,
1: This aggressive interaction is yet another example of surf's reputational machismo. Surfing's dark side, the threats of physical danger over who is allowed to surf in the water.
4: And anyone that's been in the surf world, in the surf lineups, has seen that time and time again.
1: Whether it's competitive surfing or a regular beach day, the fact is being a woman in the sport means having to prove you belong. But if you're transgender, it's often a question of whether you should even exist. For Sasha, starting her transition in 2021 meant she might have to give up surfing forever.
4: That was one of the hardest things because I was euphoric. I was getting to be me for the first time. And all these things that were amazing almost felt like bittersweet.
1: Could she be Sasha and be a competitive surfer?
4: There was a lot of mixed emotions. There was a lot of fear of the unknown. I was like, I don't think I'm going to compete ever again on an elite level because I competed as old me on an elite level on the big stage. And it wasn't about that.
1: Sasha said it was about being true to herself and how she was raised.
4: I lived with my grandmother until I was six. And she was this... Mighty, powerful woman. She really instilled in me in an early age, if you want to be who you want to be, you'd go do it. Just go out there and do it. Being a longboarder and I was confident I had a strong community that was around me. She began
1: speaking with Pro Surf's governing body in her region, Surfing Australia.
4: It was about getting the inclusion at a community level put in place because for me that was more important.
1: In 2021, Surfing Australia became the first to enact a policy that allows athletes to participate in competitions that best reflect their gender identity. And with that new rule in place, Sasha entered her first competition as Sasha Jane Lowerson.
4: So the first event I went in was a little over a year ago. It was the Noosa Festival of Surfing. It was pretty scary.
1: The fears, the bullying, the threats of physical violence are always in the back of her mind.
4: We got there and there wasn't even any media about it because I didn't win.
1: <laughs> but that changed in 2022. Sasha won two of Western Australia's biggest longboarding competitions, Criticism came flooding fast with social media and news outlets sharing headlines like As world's
5: first competitive trans surfer, destroys opposition to win a one-sided women's longboard uh, contest and becomes the first surfer in history to win both the men's and the women's division.
4: (laughs) You know, it's only unfair when we win. That's what really grinds my gears about it, is with the unsavoury media outlets. Why did you even do that? You knew the other women stood no
2: chance whatsoever against you because you were better than the men only three years ago. It's
4: one thing for Leah. They only want to write when it's a clickbaitable, attention-grabbing articles.
1: And that has led to real-world consequences for Sasha.
4: There's a reason my social media account is private and that comes back to just the state of where we are in the world at the moment too, because I get shadow banned pretty quick.
1: That's when a social media platform bans the user's content without telling them. Some research into shadow bans shows transgender content on social media as disproportionately moderated.
4: It's a bit of a sad state at the moment. You can physically threaten someone on social media and they don't get shadow banned, but You can be a trans athlete and be shadow banned within a moment of two people just saying that you exist.
1: As word of Sasha's win spread through social media, debates of fairness, hormone levels and what separates one elite athlete from another became fodder for tens of thousands of comments and heated debates. Some called for a transgender division separate from male and female competition there was almost zero debate for whether trans men should compete with other men. The focus was almost exclusively on trans women athletes. Some folks felt that it was unfair for trans women to compete against cis women.
4: Just so we can protect you from that evil trans lady not coming into your sport. And then what happens next? Oh, you we all get divided up. That's the big picture plan when they start talking about dividing women.
1: Other sports have been dealing with similar debates. In response, governing sports authorities in swimming and track and field have issued recent bans on trans women competing in the female category in international events. But surfing was headed in the opposite direction, and not everyone was happy about it. We'll have more after the break. We're back. Following Sasha's win in Australia, gender inclusion rules that allowed trans athletes to compete crept its way higher and higher up SURF's global governing bodies. It's just one of the big changes in the world of professional surfing these past three years. First, surfing became an Olympic sport.
0: All our souls and the souls of all surfers around the world will be in Tokyo as well.
1: To get to those games, surfers had to follow rules set by the International Surfing Association. The ISA is a nonprofit. Here's ISA President Fernando Ollere.
0: Supporting our first Olympic surfer, in perfect gender equality. 20 women, 20 men, for the first time in history. In
1: 2022, the ISA outlined the rules for competition when it comes to transgender athletes. Other surfing associations would soon follow. And that meant surfers like Sasha had to submit to certain tests.
4: I had to show, as per their policy, says I've had to have held a testosterone level of under five parts per million in every litre of blood. For a minimum of 12 months, I get tested quite regularly to monitor my levels.
1: The ISA's declaration to include trans athletes received a ripple of attention from the general public. That's until this year, when the World Surf League officially followed the ISA's guidelines. And if you don't know the WSL,
5: This time for the World Surf League Championship Tour, we are so happy to be here.
1: The WSL draws huge crowds with big corporate-sponsored surf competitions all over the world. There's tons of money and global superstars.
5: Margaret River Pro, Kelly Slater, 51 years of age, 11 world titles, 56
1: In that elite circle is Bethany Hamilton. took to Instagram in February to talk about the organization's new policies allowing transgender athletes to compete. She said she plans to boycott the WSL because of the new rules.
0: Is a hormone level an honest and accurate depiction that someone indeed is a male or female? Is it as simple as this? Who is pushing for this huge change? Does this better the sport of surfing? Is this better for the women in surfing? If so, how?
1: For Sasha, these questions are a diversion from the other more important topics facing women's competitive surfing.
4: We're making women's sport fair, but hang on, we're not going to give even numbers and we're not going to pay equal pay parities or give the same amount of opportunities in the women's division.
1: There are less spots for women than men in many surf competitions. And there are still gender pay gaps in prize money for women outside WSL events. Within the last decade, however, there have been major changes. In 2018, the WSL said they would pay men and women equally. And we've seen more women surfing in big wave competitions alongside men. So when Sasha saw the vitriol over new rules on gender inclusion.
4: That, for me, was was really upsetting.
1: Not only for Sasha, but for others in the queer surf community.
2: I feel like there was never really a chance to actually pause and kind of celebrate the WSL in a way. The fact that, wow, they did just say trans women can compete and have a place within surfing.
1: That's former pro surfer Kyla Langen, who along with partner Nick Brees, runs Queer Surf, an organization that holds surfing lessons and retreats for LGBTQ plus communities across California.
2: We've known the industry is homophobic and is transphobic. And I think a lot of people got really caught up in the comments and the way that surfers were coming out against it. And to me, it wasn't that surprising. It was like, yeah, of, of course. Okay, everybody show your bones. And the response from
1: folks who organized the Trans Surf Boogie and Beach Day. Here's Mud Howard. We need
5: more cis allies who know and love and care about trans people to be the louder voice in the room, louder than Bethany Hamilton, louder than, you know, whoever else is out there piping up about stuff that they don't know because we're tired and we just want to (laughs) serve.
3: It's the work piece again, right? Where it's like always doing the work to educate people how to treat us and it's like, well, People are tired, like, and other people sometimes don't listen, but they want to create rules and, like, all these sorts of, like, gatekeepy things.
1: And these rules that gatekeep who can or can't surf competitively have made inclusion for up-and-coming competitive surfers like Jade Curley Difficult.
2: I can't surf with the men, and I'm currently still in a woman's body, so when people see me, they automatically assume that my pronouns are her, she. And um, it does feel isolating. It does feel excluding because I personally would like to compete with the men.
1: I asked Jade about trying to
2: sign up for an
1: amateur men's competition.
2: What stops me is, uh, I guess, to be honest, fear. The fear of... What's going to happen outside the water or the looks or um, the harassment or the, the jokes or the laughs? And that's a scary thing, you know, like I've never wanted to be one of those people that need to be seen. And I think that spotlight is scary. I asked Sasha if she had any
1: tips for a surfer like Jade.
4: I think my advice to a trans man wanting to go in the men's division, go it, I'll come and cheer you on. Just make sure you've got a good amount of tools in your mental health toolbox to get through that period of time. Um, Go and do it.
1: Sasha says that she can only hope that the momentum of gender inclusion in surf continues. She never had a queer surf community like what some people have today. But the world of surfing is changing, and so is she.
4: For a long time I I never thought this was possible. I look in the mirror every day now and I'm just like there's this beautiful, strong woman looking back at me that was hidden inside for a long time and and now she's actually out blooming. I'm I just keep keep moving forward and keep growing as a person and that's what keeps me going.
0: And that's it for this episode of The Times. Essential News from the LA Times. Denise Guerra and Ashley Brown were the jefas on this episode. It was edited by Hasmina Aguilera and Mark Nieto mixed and mastered The Times was produced by Denise Guerra, Kasha Brasalian, David Toledo, and Ashley Brown. Our editorial assistants were Roberto Reyes and Nicholas Perez. Our fellow was Helen Lee. Our engineers were Mario Diaz, Mark Nieto, and Mike Heflin. Our executive producers were Hasmina Aguilera, Shani Hilton, and Hilba Elorbani. and our theme music was by Andrew Eatman. You might have noticed that I'm speaking in the past tense because seriously, that's it for The Times. After two years, this show, as you all know it, has come to an end. Don't unsubscribe from this feed, though. The Times as a regular show might be over, but LA Times Audio is going to continue, so stay tuned. We had a great run, and I don't like to belabor what can't be changed. No, I'd rather praise what we did and thank the people who made that happen. To our regular listeners, ustedes, you, y'all, Thank you for tuning in. Gracias week after week for your feedback and for your support. You made us better journalists and better storytellers. Make sure to stick around with us as The Times continues to produce other shows. To our fellow LA Times colleagues whose reporting, insights, and hard work out in the field made this show what it was, I can't thank you enough. The producers can't thank you enough. We all appreciate you all taking the time Besides all your amazing work on the print side to come on our show for bringing us into your reporting process and for bearing with us as we force you to crawl into closets and under blankets and into a relationship with the voice memo app that you never knew you needed. I think I say this for all audio journalists, keep it close. To our guests and experts who came on to this show, thank you for bringing us and our listeners into your world, for shedding light on the stories that impact us all and for following the lengthy instructions from our producers on how best to email us large audio files. To my jefas and jefes, past and present, gracias for trusting me to be your host, or at least bearing with me. I can't wait to hear all the incredible series ustedes are going to cook up for The Times. Your talent is incredible, as well as your dedication to the craft, as well as your hearts. Just don't ask me to buy you in and out because it's overrated, but I'll make sure to get you a bag of loquats. This show was created through a pandemic. Yeah, we never once did an episode from a studio. That it sounded so great is a testament, not just to the ingenuity of my producer bosses, but the brilliance of our audio engineers, the Mighty M's, Mario, Mike, Mark. With an army like y'all, anything is possible. And finally, from me, I'm not leaving the LA Times, no way. There's way too much stuff to write about, you know? You're just not gonna hear my voice here anymore. My planet needs so off I go to hang out with Pucci in the podcast Sunset. And who am I? I'm Gustavo Ariano. And this is it for The Times. Gracias.